This is a HeadGum Podcast. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new series Dynasty, premiering next Wednesday, October 11th at 9, 8 central on The CW. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And here is a video of a behind-the-scenes moment with this week's People Cover star. Oh my god. Rhee was really shy at first in front of the cameras, but after a few years, she says she really settled into this new part of her life. I really feel like I'm just with a group of friends and cooking and talking to the cameraman, whom I just love to death, and then also talking to the people that watch the show. I really feel like when I'm looking at the camera, I'm talking to them. That's awful. I can't believe she was on the cover of People. I'm furious about that. Tell me more. Have you ever watched that show? Have you ever watched her? Do you know how? I watched it. I watched it once because I really enjoy the part where you talk about how every episode she just drives in the car for 30 minutes. (laughs) Every episode. She, so. (laughs) I wanted to see it. I've seen I've seen 7 billion episodes of this show because, like, eh. the thing is, like, her food, I don't know. Her food is disgusting, but I'd probably eat it. It's really unhealthy. It's just like a lot of Food Network shows where it's just like, of course it's good. It's cheese and salt, you know, like cheese and salt and bread. Of course that's going to be good. Like, oh, beef? Great. It's just, like, very unhealthy, whatever. The other thing, but the thing I hate most about this show is that, Look, I understand why she's famous. Her blog was good. It was good photographs. She made tasty-looking food. It's easy to make. She was a good blogger. I don't understand why she became a TV star because she's not good on television. Everything she says, it sounds like there is a gun to the back of her head. And they're like, be a Food Network star, Rhea, or like, we will shoot you. That's what it seems like to me. She has horrible delivery, and she hasn't gotten better with age. Okay? It's really tough to watch. And every show is the same because... She's, like, cooking for her fucking husband, Lad. Lad is, like, out taking care of the cows or building a fence or, like, building another house or, like, building another fence or, you know, taking the cows to slaughter something. And so she's always, like, Lad and the boys are doing something, like, at the ranch. And so I'm going to make them lunch. And so just the framing of every episode is really irritating because she's doting on him. And then the... How is her name Bree with no, two it's... E's and his name Lad? It's not Bree. Two... It's Ree. Brie is oh, that's worse. It's it's so Ree with two E's and then Lad with two D's. What are their kids' names? Uh, There's a Bryce. There's Paige. What are the other? Hold on, let me go to the Wikipedia. Uh, I'm just reading the. I'm oh, there's also Todd and Alex. Story. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, she she makes very photogenic food, but it's all completely disgusting. Um, and very impractical. So she's like, oh, I have to make Lad, like, some lunch, these bagged lunches for Lad and all of his friends. It's like, get his friends to make their own lunches. She does everything for everyone, and it frustrates me. I don't get why you're mad. I don't get why you're mad, because it's not, doesn't seem like she's any different than any other. I, well, I think she has, she has no charisma. She has the most irritating character, and I think the best person to compare her to on the Food Network is Trisha Yearwood, who, like, isn't a great cook, obviously. Right? But Trisha Yearwood is mm-hmm. great on camera. Like one time I was watching a recent episode of Trisha Yearwood's Southern Kitchen and she had to like cut an onion. And it was torture watching her cut an onion. Like Trisha Yearwood doesn't know how to use a knife. But I like watching her show because she's charming. Reed Drummond mm-hmm. is not charming. And that's why I don't understand why the show is so successful. Um, although I guess maybe I'm being a 
I'm contradicting myself because I'm just admitted that I've seen a billion episodes. You so much of it. Um, let me give you, though, five things you need to know about Lad Drummond, God. the pioneer Lad? husband's, Ugh. the pioneer hu- woman's soft-spoken cowboy husband. Um, he freaks me out. I think there's something really, I think there's something really uh, number, scary about their relationship. Number one, you just always, you always suspect something uh, nefarious going on behind. Yeah. Uh, one, cattle ranching is in his blood. Two, he's passed the ranching lifestyle down to his children. Lucky for them. Three, despite his wife's culinary chops, there's a lot he won't eat. And his favorite food is exactly what you'd expect. Uh, it's meat and mashed potatoes. Um, four, he's a huge movie buff. What's his favorite movie? It doesn't say. It's probably like... Five. Uh, oh, Animal House. <laughs> oh. Five. Reconsiders him to be, quote, a very modern farmer and husband. A That's very, <laughs> a very modern farmer. He supported her to make a successful line at Walmart and a restaurant store in Pawhuska. God, it's there's so these like niche celebrity things are really funny because this also relates to I, the reason why I maybe started with this, but now I'm is because of Fixer Upper. Mm-hmm. I feel Which like is ending soon. These, it's ending next season, right? And I guess my question still is I. I don't really know a lot about them. Are they ending it because you think they actually were like, we're getting too famous and want to actually try and save our shit? Or are they getting a divorce? I don't think they're getting a divorce. I, you're the one who first said this to me and I, I tend to agree with you. I actually don't think that there's, I know I say this a lot, but I, I don't actually think there's anything sort of weird and dark. There's a dark undercurrent and fixer upper at all. I think they might actually just be like, Hey, we have kids. Let's not fuck this up for them. I think they have. I mean, that would be a very rare and surprisingly not devious end to a show about a couple. It's rare, but they're kind of, I don't know. I, I can see them doing that. And also my coworker, Kelly Faircloth, who's very into Fixer Upper and HGTV, also thinks that they're just taking the money and running. It's like, you know what? We have a business that we want to take care of. I think they want to grow well, their business. Well, they're still running they're still running their like silo. Oh, yeah. Theme like park they're going to make they're going to make tons of money and in Waco on their Magnolia home. They're probably going to turn them into like a national chain. And I think the show's just a lot of work and it's unnecessary if they're trying to make the real money elsewhere. You mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and it also keeps their kids out of the spotlight cuz they're starting to like I think they're probably entering like middle schoolish age that girl that they have um there's no question that these shows are torture for family like for the children and for any any of these shows are torture for anyone involved in them with their personal lives it's just a matter of which ones decide to like try and like you have your property brothers on one side of the spectrum you have your um christina and who are those two what's that couple Tarek el musa you have them kind of uh, slightly over from the Property Brothers. Mm-hmm. Then maybe on the other side is like Fixer Upper. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where they're kind of like, we fell into this. It was strange. It got too strange. We need to, you know, we can make money other ways. We need to mm-hmm. like back out of the TV thing. Um, Really quickly before we move on. So this is actually something that I um, learned from a big fan of Pioneer Woman. Someone who actually loves Pioneer Woman. Richard Lawson loves Pioneer Woman. Oh, um, and does he? I didn't know this, but the Drummonds are the number 17 landowners in the United States. Wait, are you kidding? They own a huge chunk of Oklahoma. 
guess how much how many acres the 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 Drummond family owns. I mean, I have no concept of what an acre is to begin with. You're asking me a question that I can't physically answer. They, like they are number seventeen. They own four hundred and thirty three thousand acres of land. Just the just the Drummonds. It seems like the seventeenth largest landowner in the United States would know somebody who knew somebody who that it, like it's not it's like a little bit of a nepotism thing that is how she got where she is. If you're saying she's so not charismatic and not good at her job, which oh, is God. being charismatic but on I guess, TV, but or I whatever. mean, people obviously must love her. She's starting. She's opening a hotel in Oklahoma. She's starting a betting line with Walmart. They all are. <laughs> they all. They are. all do. And also, I think Paula Dean's downfall really let let the door open for her. So there was like space for another like d- down home relatable woman making mac and cheese. If Paula Dean had stuck around and not revealed stove. that she's like a, a racist woman who's like very into like slave imagery. Then I think for Reed people... would have had a bigger a bigger problem breaking in and becoming as big as she is. For people who have never watched pioneer woman will you just explain the segment the final segment of the show every week that we're talking about because it's like it is I don't funny know. i don't know that it's the final segment of every episode but it's most episodes where she's like done cooking because she's always alone <laughs> she's always alone at home yeah like you in can the tell kitchen, she's, she's always nuts. referring well she's referring to other people who are out there in the world like her family <laughs> is like either coming home in a few hours or she's meeting up with them later or, or friend, but they're never she has a friend her. named hyacinth who is I, I cannot get over her friend Hyacinth. <laughs> but it's also, again, it's Oklahoma. So everyone's closest neighbor is like 30 miles away. And so she's like. But that's why it's so funny. She gets in her car. She gets in her suburban. With the food. She gets in her suburban. And she has to drive 25 miles to get off her land or whatever. <laughs> and the funny. Probably even farther. The funniest thing she does is that she, she has like one final thing that she made. Like, if it, is it a dip? Is it like an ice cream? Is it whatever it is? It's one final snack dish and she doesn't show you how to make it in her kitchen setup she shows you how to make it while she's driving <laughs> she's like i have to go to hyacinth's house i'll t- i'll teach you how to make these fun ice pops on the way to hyacinth's house and then just her it's honestly relatable because you're like just you know traffic you got to get in the car and go you don't have time to show just listen to this go. clip the the whirring the white noise that you hear in the background is is the bleak expanse of the oklahoma landscape you know, whizzing past her suburban as Ree drives to the lodge. I'm making a chopped salad bar for Alex and her friends for dinner. One time when Alex and I went to New York together, we had a really yummy chopped salad at a deli, and I thought it would be the perfect thing to make for her birthday dinner. To go with the chopped salad, I'm making rosemary focaccia. I've got the dough up at the lodge, and it always surprises me how easy it is to make. It's like she doesn't listen to podcasts, she doesn't listen to audiobooks. She teaches people how to make, like, ice pops or something. So it's her and her big suburban teaching you the final thing, and then she gets to her destination, and she gives everyone the food, and they're like, thanks, Mom. Thanks, (laughs) Ree. And then Lad is like, Lad mumbles mumbles something and, like, finishes a fence. Wow. Um, Rude to Lad. Okay. Wow. 12 minutes on the Pioneer Woman. Thank you for that. You can cut this down, I think. (laughs) Now we're going from one bad show that you don't like to another bad show you don't like. Uh, Kevin Can Wait update. (laughs) Not a big update. Well, let's just 
I don't want to talk about this, but we we were fooled by some fake news uh, two weeks oh, ago, God. last week, last week's podcast. Um, whatever that article about Paul Manafort. The New York Times not article true. about Paul Manafort. Whoever tweeted, everyone who tweeted at us, I hate you. I didn't. I mean, I, I like, hate myself it, more for believing it. Well, like I googled it and couldn't find it, and then didn't take that as it wasn't real. I just was like, I guess I can't find the New York Times article. Like <laughs> SEO is so bad. Like mm, SEO is crazy. So I, uh, I should have known that it was just not real, and people love to make jokes. And anyways, like who cares? I mean, I, I still don't. when Look, I heard that, I was like, let's oh, just correct ourselves. Paul Manafort does not watch Kevin Kuwait. At least that's not a confirmed. I mean, he, thing. the thing Maybe is, he, he probably does. does. Like the the stats are against him in that assertion. Against you know that assertion is kind of. It's more likely that she he does watch Kevin Can Wait than doesn't the way that the ratings look. <laughs> uh, Kevin but Can Wait. moving on, the big the big Kevin Can Wait update. That's not a correction because we made a stupid mistake. Is that Leah Remini is now responding to people who tweeted her about uh, there being justice for Aaron? Yeah, someone needs to go find Leah Remini and tell her not to tweet. You not don't that she's have doing to tweet, it, Leah. You don't. Not have to that do she's it. like doing it wrong. It's just that she doesn't have to be doing it. Um, but some of these responses are very good because they range from "shut up, it's a comedy," um, "death isn't very funny." Well, that's not that's me paraphrasing, not her quote. So why don't we read some of her quotes? Why don't Bobby? Why don't you read the questions and I'll read the Leah Remini okay. answers? I'll I'll be the I'll be the fans, and and you yeah. be Leah Remini. At Leah Remini, will we ever find out how Kevin's wife died? At now now nineteen eighty, I don't know, honey. I don't write or produce a show, but it's a good idea to answer that in the future. <laughs> At Leah Remini, is there going to be any more storyline about how Kevin's wife died? <laughs> At Eager Beaver 29, you know, death on a sitcom is always hard to deal with, being it's a comedy. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, Upper East Side Christine said something angry about Aaron, and then Leah Remini said, One, I didn't make that decision. Two, it's a sitcom, and it isn't that deep. <laughs> Three, she is on another show. For real things are going on in the world. And then it continues. Yes, it's sad. But the good news is she is so talented and already on a good show. Oh, a new show. We don't know if it's good. Uh, here we go. Uh, um, this person says, too bad someone had to lose a job and they could not have all worked in the show together. Yes, love her. So talented. She is on a new show on Amazon. Continued <laughs> blessings to her. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, very, very themmy person uh did a who thing who behavior shania twain did a 25 things you don't know what's about your me. what's the what's the favorite um, thing well i love so Lindsay and i both listened to shania twain's new album now mm. uh i'm sorry to report it's not great no it's really upsetting that it's not great but it's not and we're not gonna lie to you um and tell you that it's good because we are it's honest. not good it's not good the thing about shania twain's new album is that every single song basically the the message of every single song and i guess the entire album is i'm fine 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 don't worry about it i'm fine i'm fine it's it's very it's very uh i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and the moment the song the final song ends and the album is over you're like i don't think she's fine yeah well, you know when you say I'm fine too much, you're not fine. She No one is fine in saying I'm fine. She Sorry. doesn't and, and to be fair, a lot of it is her saying that she's actually not doing well, but that regardless of the fact that she's gone through a lot of shit, she's fine. So she does mention her heartache and her heartbreak because never forget Well you have to never forget mention your Mutt Lang, 
dumped her to marry her For best her friend. Best friend. And then you know how she coped? She married her best friend's ex-husband. So they like... Are they still married? Yeah, they're still together. Oh Frederic Thibaud. I see I can't pronounce Isn't that. Isn't there a thing about French. him? Oh, number eight. I have an incredibly romantic husband. Frederic Thibaud. He is constantly creating special moments for me, like hand-picking flowers to decorate my breakfast plate. My breakfast That's plate. That's weird, Janai. <laughs> also, like, I don't want fucking dirty flowers on my breakfast plate. Also, I do not believe number nine that she hasn't met Brad Pitt because he was like in her. He was like in her song, one of her most iconic know, but songs. Brad Pitt doesn't care. Like they're not just going to meet because of it. If they had met, there saying. would be photos of it, and pe- we would see that photo all the time. Um, Bobby's favorite is number twenty-two. I'll let you read that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> My walking pace is considered faster than normal. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Every single one of these That's impresses good. me much. She listens to That's EDM and rap. She has a very diverse music taste. I love, I love, I'm not a bad tennis player. Also, is that one of them? Is just, I'm not of, a bad tennis player? It sort of suggests that we ever thought she would be a bad tennis player. I never thought I of you I just love the way that tennis. these, did, I just love that these are written this way. Did, because I'm, 21, I'm not a bad tennis player is not a fact. No. <laughs> it's not. And this it's is, really this not. This is very refreshing after Fred Armisen's terrible trash terrible 25, trash things. 25 things that he tried to make a bit and it's like no you have to be honest if you're not honest it's not good and it's not funny unless us weekly writes it you don't seem to understand if you can if you're trying to make jokes like it's not funny oh god leave it to the pros how dare you this is why us weekly really bothers me too for these reasons they preach like they're above it all when they're not. Mm-hmm. So this article says... When they're actually manufacturing the root story. Right. So Modern Family star Ariel Winter attends first day of college at UCLA, go girl, but it didn't go so well. And the whole article is about how she comments that, um, or that she tweeted that the paparazzi ruined her first day of school for t- by taking photos of her. That sucks. But my point is that this article has the photos in it, mm-hmm. Right. They use the photos from the paparazzi to illustrate her tweet and her Instagram being like, you know, I'm trying to live my life. The paparazzi are making it difficult, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you don't get to angle this towards giving her shine for saying the paparazzi suck if you're going to use their photos. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to go find the Daily Mail article that the the real scumbags who know they're a scumbag. (laughs) Um, and so here's the the true scumbag post, but at least they're honest about being scumbags, you know? Back in her Daisy Dukes, Ariel Winter shows off her figure in tiny denim hot pants and the cleavage bearing top for first day of pre-law classes at UCLA. Um, and then they call her shorts denim panties, which I find disgusting for them to it's say. Really um, but to be fair, they're very small shorts. They also call her like, a 19-year-old aspiring federal prosecutor. I, it's very... Well, this whole sentence is so shady. It's very shady. The 19-year-old aspiring federal prosecutor paired her denim panties featuring exposed pockets huh? with a clingy low-cut Henley top. Low-cut Henley top. Yeah. I mean, I just... This is bad, but Us Weekly is equally bad is what I'm saying, because even though they're saying, you know, because also people in this article, they also quote her saying, I'm just trying to live my life. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, followed by pictures of her, pictures of her in the shorts, pictures of her and her boyfriend. 
a picture of her and Burt Reynolds, which I am really um, offended by further down. Because she's in that movie Dog Years with Burt Reynolds and Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. I just, in which she plays wild child turned chauffeur Lil. Yes. What is this movie? No one's, what is this movie? What I will say, I mean, they've been filming it forever. It was all over Nikki's Instagram like two years ago. (laughs) <laughs> I I want I don't want to talk about this much longer, but I do want to say that I feel so bad for her because this is going to be every single day for her at college. I know she wants to go. It's very it's very cool that she wants to go do this thing, but I cannot see it working out. Not for any fault of her own, but just because it's going to be miserable for her trying to go to school. And it's a public school. It's a public university. People, the paparazzi can be on campus. Just look at the photos. And it's going to be a nightmare for her. Yeah, I just, it's really hard for me in my mind to reconcile this because I know that there's, it's like a cycle of like you calling the paparazzi, them coming, you wearing something they care about, and then starting that cycle of like continuation. Not that she's calling them, but that she's already like a fixture because Mm -hmm. she started this a little bit and now, and not, it's not her fault that it's still being a thing, but I think that she maybe didn't realize that it would people would still care that's what i think it is i think she may have sort of liked the attention initially and then she was like wait i don't like this anymore but then every time she complains about it it just gets more attention i don't think she knows what to do and this attention is not helping like her career (laughs) you know it's not she's still in modern family she's still doing well or whatever but i don't she wasn't this attention isn't elevating her which may be someone at some point in her posse thought that that might be the case that if she was more Mm -hmm. of like a it girl she would get more work or whatever but this is not the attention that i don't think i mean she clearly doesn't want it um but props to her for going back to school that's pretty chill or to continue to go to school um it's just it sucks because it's just more time outside and they're definitely gonna be paparazzi like taking photos of her every day because clearly they can sell them and all of these tweets about them, about her being annoyed, are just going to be paired alongside them, which is even worse. Moving on, um, this story is pretty great. And it m- has almost convinced me to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta this year. Everyone Go loves on. Real Housewives of Atlanta. So Go why not on. give it a shot? Eva Marcel is going to be on um, the next season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. You may remember her from Cycle 3 of America's Next Top Model, which was back when I still watched America's Next Top Model, and I completely I was going to say, her. do you remember her? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I yeah. loved, and I loved, so my coworker, Clover Hope, wrote about this on Jezebel on Friday and included mm-hmm. one of my favorite clips, which I've seen one billion times, and I love Clover's recap when she says, but it's best, so... Uh, Eva won that cycle. She and one of the commenters actually brought up her iconic photo of her with the tarantula on her hand. Remember mm-hmm. that? Um, mm-hmm. She won. Then she actually became sort of famous. She kept working, so she was on The Young and the Restless. Um, she she acted. And she stuff. acted a lot. So she was one of the people in those early seasons who like did some stuff afterwards. She's not super famous, but she's around. She's... No, there's there's another one that also did some stuff. There a few more than a few of them did stuff afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, still does stuff. stuff. And um, that other one who was in that failed rom-com TV show, she does stuff. Oh, Cycle 2 winner. What was her name? What's her the name? The one who did the NASA photo, the her, photo of her, What's in, the, her name? in the spacesuit. That was her winning. Whatever. No. I don't uh, what, she okay, was in the scene I'll, with, I'll... with what's her name where there was like, you had sex? When Whitney had sex with oh, the Italian not her, guy. Well, 
<laughs> I love your knowledge of America's Sex Out model is so specific and so clear. Um, anyway, because <laughs> I watched it, I watched it every freaking week from like cycle one through cycle five, six. Oh, Annalie Tipton. Oh, Remember? Annalie Tipton. Also, Joanna she... was the one I was thinking of. Point being, this show produces or used to produce actually noteworthy yeah, they didn't winners. become famous models but they became like they did things you know yeah and this is impressive because literally no one on the voice has ever been heard from again after they went to the voice <laughs> yeah. so that's so what i'm anyway, saying you know uh eva is gonna be on america's next top model and the rumor mill says that everyone no, like the producers on... love her that she's doing she's great. gonna be you mean she's gonna be on house oh, um, uh real housewives of atlanta Rumor yeah. is that everyone loves her, that she's doing great, that she might even get a tagline. But I loved this. This I want to read Clover's description because it's so great. good. Um, but it's best to remember her from the early days of ANTM when the show was uh, a touch less manufactured and Eva was best known as the, quote, bitch diva of the house. In the legendary clip below, which truly is so good, she's just minding her business, ironing her clothes in a tiny hallway <laughs> while another contestant, Amanda, Amanda is looking for her crystals. <laughs> Do you remember this? No. Hey, my crystals are missing. Has anybody seen my crystals? What crystals? Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Excuse me, you just bumped into me. You know that, right? It was an accident. Don't be mad, please. It's not because. Oh no, it's not because of the. Oh no. It's I'm not saying because of that at all. I'm just saying, just whatever you're mad about, don't be mad. Well, like, yeah, I've got a, you know, a right to be upset when all. Well, you don't have a right to bump into me and not say excuse me. And if you want me to start, then say excuse me. That's the reason for the word. But I don't feel like being excused. All right, it's on. The reason I'm mad, she's ganking my crystals. We'll find them. I'm not walking out of this house until I've gone through everybody's Um, pockets. Also, this season's gonna be good because because um Nene Leaks is back for some reason on this show. Nini's and back Kim and so is, is back Kim. too. Like it's, it's if it's if it's gonna be good ever again, it's gonna be good now. Do you know what I mean? Now's yeah. the time to watch if it's ever gonna uh, be good. Phaedra left. Yeah, the, she was a lawyer, right? Well, remember the drama that we talked about on the show that I always forget about, which is like the lesbian. Oh yeah, with, drama the, with, with the text Candy messages and, and stuff. Candy's still there, though. I think. Yeah. Oh wait, no, maybe Candy's not. No, Candy's still there. Candy's yeah, still Candy's there. Yeah, Candy's there. Uh, um, anyway, Portia, I'm gonna watch. It's gonna be good. Um, Sheree is still there. Thank God, she by Sheree is still there. Anyways, tune in if you want to see Eva, who's used to be she won as Eva Pig. What was her last name? Pigfield, Pigford, something. Eva Pigford. And her name now is Marcel. Is her last name now. Eva Pigford? Um, um, moving on. Did you see this? These two amazing TMZ articles. I just one of them broke while I was looking at the other one, which was truly amazing. The oh, first yeah. one was Heidi. Heidi broke Heidi like late Thursday night, early Friday morning. Um, so if you have to be such a dumb idiot to, for this to happen to you, I gotta say. Oh yeah. So Vito Schnabel, who is Heidi Klum's <laughs> ex, who is the son of a famous artist and, uh, like movie director, Julian Schnabel. It's like a big, like New York mm-hmm. artist. He was a painter for a while. And then he got into directing movies. He made the, he made the first movie Jeffrey Wright was in, which is Basquiat. And then he made the movie that made Javier Bardem famous before Night Falls. And I don't know what he does now. He owns this really cool house on the, on the west side, like um, sort of the West Village, but closer to the Hudson. Have you seen mm-hmm, it? It's like mm-hmm. huge and pink. It looks like a palace. No, but I love that you know so much. Well, I just, I, I know a lot about him just because of his movies and also this house, which is like fascinating. But his son mm-hmm. is not an artist. His son is an art dealer. And so he's sort of... He owns a gallery in New York. He's sort of a thing. He's young. He's 30. He started dating Heidi Klum. They're a weird, odd couple. 
She's he's sort of like a well, not anymore. He sort of makes sense, made sense for her because she had broken up with Seal, like long term relationship. She's gonna date a younger guy, um, who's sort of I don't know. He's in this New York social scene. He's like, like fun, kind of a party he's guy, fun, right? Yeah. So it made it makes sense. It follows a trend on what you do when you break up with your like spouse of a long of a long time. Anyway, they broke up and they were together for longer than I expected. But they yeah. broke up, and then immediately Vito goes to Burning Man and gets... Well, I think they were... Was she there with him? I know they were there, there last they year were together. There, they were there together last year, but I don't think they were there together this year. Right. And if right, they were right. both there at the same time, they definitely weren't there together. Because I think if they, Heidi they had been definitely there, weren't. Heidi they would not have let there. this happen. Well, this is just, like, idiotic. This is so really he gets stupid. caught. He gets caught with mushrooms at Burning Man. <laughs> and he got arrested. Which is wild, because... Everyone is on mushrooms I mean, from, at Burning Man. Right, literally no one at Burning Man is not on mushrooms. I mean, it's just, it's a crazy, I, I just like, and not, not if not mushrooms, something else. You, you know must what I mean? Like done, everybody is on something. Like how stupid do you have to be to get busted for like psychedelics at Burning Man? It's just, I just don't understand because there's not even really like cops. Are there cops? I don't know. We I'm not going to try and burner, figure We can ask our burner friends. Shout oh out God, to even... Stephen and Lala. They listen right away. If you got any yeah. input about this, call in. I know these two. These two are ready. Um, that means we have to talk about Burning Man more, and I really just don't want to. <laughs> no offense. Also, if you're rich at Burning Man, you also get other permissions. Like, I feel you pay for kind of more comfortable arrangements, and you get... So I'm just confused as to how he got busted. He must, have been, these he must have been doing something truly idiotic for this to happen. Or selling them somehow, or yeah. giving them, or... It did say dis- distributing. Being. It said uh, it was for possession and... Uh, distribution of a controlled substance. Right, substance. right. And that's a diff- And usually that's what you usually get in trouble yeah. for, not having, Just possession. but selling or giving. Anyway, um, he, anyways, he I loved it. He'll be fine. He's so rich. It's okay. He'll pay a fine and be okay. Moving Um, And speaking of monies and paying fines, did you hear that Tori Spelling uh, ended her legal battle with Benny Hanna? <laughs> Is Tori Spelling a who or a them? She's like a them who's very hooey, right? I think so. I think she's definitely a them. But I think she um, acts, she's never acted like a them in her life. Never. You know? Never. Um, her, according to TMZ, she sued Benny Hanna in 2015 because she like fell on a hibachi grill, which is truly one of my biggest fears after I heard that. You know, it was something I'd never thought about and then thought about constantly. Every time I saw a hibachi grill, I was like, wow. How often are you saying Tori Spelling fell, fell on How often are you a Benny Hanna? <laughs> Uh, not often, but I feel like I see hibachi grills more often than okay. not. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it was, I remember this photo. This photo is so iconic. They used this photo over and over again a couple years ago when this happened. Because right after she fell on the hibachi grill, she had a birthday party for her kids. And so she was celebrating in a tank top. And so there are all these photos of her with her hands It up. looks horrendous. And they're and of course, TMZ has to put their fucking arrow pointing to the gigantic I mean, I hibachi grill as though you can't see it. Yeah. Anyway, did so she, she settled. Did she We win? don't know how much. I don't know. All signs. It, it says quote, they quote, paid for, yeah, they paid cash. They paid her. All signs bit. point to the restaurant chain paying her some cash. So she won. Good. Because everyone knows that Tori Spelling was like written out of Candy and Aaron's family. So she's cut off. 
she's not not part of the family, but Candy is always saying shady shit about her um, because like she's terrible with money and she squandered all the money she was given by her rich parents. And so they were they did the responsible thing and they were like, we're, we are no longer giving you money. She also married a piece of shit. I think everyone oh, knows that. What's, What's his name? Face? Dean? Oh, awful. Dean uh, uh, McDermott. Dean McDermott. Too. He's got all issues too. Basically like they're a mess. They have like 14,000 children and she leaned on a hibachi grill one time and then sued them. He appears to be the, that type of like sort of sleazy guy who's like just handsome enough and is totally using her. And it seems very obvious to everyone, but the person being used. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just sort yeah. of a kind of a nasty relationship to. Well, they also a had a reality show. So then you have like a lot of that weird baggage on that show too yeah. that you could actually oh, they go went back to therapy and, watch and, and they would show their therapy moments. Ugh. Yeah, it's bad. Whatever. I don't like them. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the What's Rita Ora up to? Who the first is this Rita woman? Link is insane. It basically is the full, the full story, the full thing. Because the other, the, the basically the Rita news that's most relevant is that Rita's hosting the European Music Awards, which is a big gig for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some other link about how she like took a walk outside. But then this first link that I found is truly insane. But she took a walk this outside ex- with the dog, which is really cute. You left out the dog. It's cute. Okay, great. Yeah, the dog. Share the bear. And once again, she wore her fanny pack on her shoulder, which I'm still annoyed by. Okay, this link is from The Sun, so take it with a grain of salt. And by a grain of salt, I mean like a bag of salt. No, like a big big salt salt lick thing. that Like a salt mine. A ton of horses would be (laughs) licking. Um... So this is from the Sun, and this is an ex. This is an exclusive. So they did get an interview with him. So that's also interesting. Um, and it's about this guy, uh, James Arthur, who won The Voice. And the headline is X-Factor. I was a slag. X Factor. Oh, he won. The- I said The Voice. Yeah. Oh my God. He won the X Factor. He won X Factor. No one wins The Voice. You've ever <laughs> again. Um. Quote, I was a slag. X-Factor's James Arthur reveals secret Rita Ora fling turned him into a sex addict. And now I'm here being like, why are you sex shaming Rita Ora? Why are you slut shaming her? This fucking sucks. You're disgusting. And so you read the article. And I guess this guy won X-Factor in 2012. And Rita, uh, I guess they hooked up. And he was so shocked that Rita Ora would ever want to hook up with him that he became a huge slut. And now he somehow blames Rita Ora or just like. It, he he makes Rita Ora patient zero. And it's like, who cares? Uh, uh, it doesn't matter that it began with Rita Ora. This was your decision. Right. And it's like, who cares? Right. You had a lot of sex with people. Like, what what are we what are we doing here? To say that Rita Ora, it's to say so that bad. he is a sex addict is one thing. But to say that it began with Rita Ora is so unnecessary. Because it's like, it's what, so are, what, what are the implications of that? Like, are you are you accusing her of something? No, you're just using her name to get your book more famous. Right. And now it's kind of like the the whole article is kind of about his, like, dark moments. But they're using pictures of Rita. And it's like, because you dragged Rita into the headline, now this article is, like, weirdly 95% photos of Rita, even though you're talking about, like, your sex addiction and all this, like, dark stuff. Rita didn't do that. Like, that's not her responsibility. No. 
you know? I mean, I didn't realize that it was because he wrote a book. So this is from a book, which is why. He wrote a book. Yeah. Um, which the son got an exclusive copy of or something. I don't know. They're they're awful. <sighs> the whole thing but, is like so bad. I mean, good for her. She's gonna host the EMAs. I guess. Yeah, That's good big. For her. That's a big thing. Okay. Yeah. And with that, thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's. Oh my god. Katie and Eric of the Who's. Thank you so much for the Rita song. What else we got? We're still on tour. Are you still buying tickets? I don't know. I really am not sure. But please keep buying them. Our LA shows next week. I think it's sold out. Um, so I don't know if you can buy tickets to that one anymore. But we'll see you there. We're super excited. Uh, to the rest of it's this the week, people not out next there. Week, it's this week. Oh, because tomorrow's Monday. Oh, yeah. my God. You're right. Shit. So we'll be in LA. Uh, what's uh, And then to the rest of the tour, we're uh, please don't, if you're from San Francisco or DC or Boston or Chicago and you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you should definitely do it because I think- To quote Jennifer Love Hewitt, what are you waiting for, huh? I, I just think that these things are going to, we as we get closer, sell out. But tell a friend, bring a friend. If they've never seen the show, I think they would still have fun. If they don't, I would say money back guarantee, but that's not happening no, for you. No. So, um, but I will personally apologize. No, I won't. You know what? No promises, but they should come because they'll have fun. The promise is that and... we will do a good job. Whether or yeah, not you, think... whether or not you interpret it as being a good job is not <laughs> in our control, but it will yeah, be a good job objectively. <laughs> Subjectively, actually. No, objectively. Okay. Um, They're just going to be yeah, wrong if so... they think it's bad. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, this we'll week, see we'll see you Thursday. Week. Oh my God, I'm a mess. Bye. Goodbye. You will drive They want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Hey. How to be famous? Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new series Dynasty, premiering next Wednesday, October 11th at 9:8 Central on the CW. That was a headgum podcast. 